Welcome to There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where we reflect on the lessons Katie Hubbard learned about living as she was preparing to die. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I never once opened Katie's journals while she was alive. Now I'm opening them up to you so you can discover resources for your faith, refreshing honesty, and unexpected joy for the journey through a painful world with a wonderful God. August 11th, 2015, a Tuesday. Dear Lord, Rich called last night and he said that he had looked over the lot with Dad. Now, I should tell you that when Katie refers to Rich in our journal, she's referring to our builder in Nina, Rich Van Sistine. And I always thought it was a bad idea to have a builder whose name was Rich. Anyway, hey, Rich, if you're listening into this podcast, just know I'm not the first person who's made that joke. Anyway, back to Katie's journal, where she says, So far, Lord, you have provided a lot, ha-ha, a builder and a house plan. It is unfolding. Lord, I really want to trust you on this with money moving forward. I know that you have already provided and will provide. I see a cardinal smiley face. By the way, the smiley face is that uh, Mom Hanson, Katie's mom, uh, always sees red cardinals anytime God is sort of giving her a sign of something that he's doing, or it's just a reminder to her of his promises. Katie writes, a beautiful morning, no rain or humidity, a pleasant breeze. I talked to Kathy yesterday It went surprisingly well, and I feel like she really released me. That is our friend, Kathy Cahey, I'm assuming. Uh, And I assume that what Katie means is that she called to tell Kathy that we were moving for sure. Um, And interesting, uh, Kathy remained one of Katie's closest friends throughout all of our time in Illinois, and still to this day is uh, like a second mom to all of our kids, Our daughter, Rachel, is even living with Kathy and her husband, Shannon, uh, down in Illinois right now. Katie's next journal entry from Wednesday, August 12th, 2015. She writes, 1 Peter 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith. No comment, by the way, to that. That was Katie's entire journal entry from Wednesday, August 12th. And this, again, is one of the things that you see so consistently in her journals. Sometimes all she did was write out the scripture that had stood out to her. And I think sometimes she just felt like it was marvelous how apt it was for the circumstances that she was going through. I wonder if all of us would find the same thing if we cultivated the same practice of regular Bible reading and journaling what we were reading. From Friday, August 14th, 2015, Katie writes, Dear Lord, 
Rachel survived her first day of golf. Whew! I think she might have even enjoyed it. Our daughter, Rachel, uh, actually joined the freshman golf team at her high school uh, the during the uh, first semester of 2015. Prayer is a funny thing because sometimes when I pray, I feel like I'm works-oriented. Like if I don't pray, then something won't happen, which makes it feel like it's up to me, and I don't think that is quite right. We found out that the house will cost quite a bit. What do we do with that number, Lord? What do you want us to do today? You are God, your words are true, and you have promised this goodness to your servant. Katie is quoting from a passage she had written out from 1 Chronicles chapter 29 a few days before. I start taking my six zillion supplements today and we finally got the motor home done. From Saturday, August 15th, 2015, the next day, Dear Lord, so the house estimate has come in. Uncle Bob and Aunt Betty are coming tonight. Norman and Ben are tiling the floor. Tom leaves for college on Monday. Cancer, cancer, cancer. These are all the pressures that Katie was living under at that time. Of course, here I sit in a 3,300-square-foot house that you built for us with a huge garage and a sum that was astronomical ten years ago. From Renovation of the Heart on Ephesians 3.16. By the way, Renovation of the Heart is a book Katie was reading really all during her last months, a book by Dallas Willard. And she writes out, Ephesians 3.16, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Philippians 4.19, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 9.8, and God is able to make all grace abound to you that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. If you spent much time with Katie, by the way, when she was praying for God's provision, whether for herself or our family or for you, you would have heard her pray all of those passages, but especially 2 Corinthians 9.8, her all passages, that God would make all grace abound to you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. And she concludes her journal entry by saying, Last September, I wondered if the cancer had spread to my brain. When I went to Madison, they said maybe I had a year with it being in my liver. And here I am, 12 months later, and I feel pretty great. I wondered if I would be dead by June. Thanks for joining me for this edition of There Are Good Things Here. I know that God is able to make all grace abound to you, and I pray that wherever you are, whatever you're enduring right now, you would be able to sense His presence and know His grace. 